0: Hump Day, good morning and welcome the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Wednesday, the very first day of November. I hope it finds you well, the the November weather finally here in the Valley of the Sun. You're going to see people out in long pants and sweatshirts and jackets, hey, maybe even a turtleneck or two, it's only going to be in the 80s. Down into the 70s and the 60s, absolutely gorgeous time to be living right here in the Valley of the Sun, So I'll brag about it. It's been a really, really long, long, long summer. So uh, happy to see it. Matter of fact, my son's got a playoff football game Friday. And for the first time this year, I will either... I'm not sure if I'm going to have the long pants or the long sleeves. Who knows? Maybe both, but uh, for the first time, it'll feel well. Wow, well, it's not really football weather, but we'll pretend that it is. Uh, enough on the weather. Our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website. Listen, I, I don't want to brag about it because there's really no point. No one's better. No one does it better than we do. Our website. It when you talk about the standard. That's it. If you really want to be educated about what really is happening, that's where you go. At least from a financial perspective, we tried to stay in our lane, you know. And we tried to do what we're best at. Sometimes, you know, you got to bleed over, right? You got to politics. You got to get into that. Obviously, the another terrorist attack uh, this time in New York City. Uh, we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, and and you've got to talk about those things. Uh, but the website at allamericangold.com, uh, make it part of your daily routine. You can do everything you want. You can shop there. we got people doing it all the time. People just place orders. Uh, don't ever have to talk to us. I mean, Arlene's here, and she's been like the nicest person ever. So, uh, and, and just so you know, if you've never, ever done business with us, we are not like everybody else. I, I take pride in that. You know, we don't, you know, there's no free reports here. Okay, because uh, people that advertise for free reports, they just want your name and your phone number so they can harass you to death. Right, our free report, we give you a free report five days a week, Monday through Friday, when you go out to allamericangold.com. There's your free report. Right, when you call us, if, if you decide to call us, Right, we don't play games with you. We don't bait and switch you. We don't we don't try to talk you into you know rare foreign gold, rare gold, uh, highly you know uh, gold coins that are worth you know uh, you know retailing for three, four, five, and ten thousand dollars. Don't do any of that stuff. Really, our whole our whole existence is to have you buy what we believe is the right type of U.S. minted material at the best price as possible. That's it. We don't take your phone number. matter of fact, the only time we take your phone number, uh, a lot of times when you first start doing business with us, you do like us to call you to tell, hey, we're shipping today, or here's your tracking number, or whatever it may be. But other than that, we don't use it for anything other than that. You know, we're not going to be calling you at dinner time or doing anything like that. You're not going to have to, you know, feel like you need to take a shower. We're not, we're not going to pressure you either. If you just really want to call to ask questions, great. You just call us at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And like I said, if you don't like calling, you can now go to our website, go to our shopping cart, go to order right, point and click your way through, and never have to talk to us. Uh, either way. We appreciate the support and the business. That's that's how we put the show on every single day, day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out. uh, Is when you guys do business with us. So we appreciate all of that. Uh, Where are we going today? Got everything. Everything's caught up. So today we had three straight days of shipping. Uh, Today is the last day. There's four or five people left, and then we are uh, everything's current and up to speed. Uh, so if you, you've been waiting on an order, it's either you've either already got it <laughs> right? or it, it's in the mail, right? The check's in the mail. Uh, so uh, make sure uh, that you keep an eye out for it because we ship everything registered, insured, U.S. mail. By the way, nothing, never when you order from us is it left at your door or left in your mailbox. That does not happen. You do have to sign for it if you're not. You know, a lot of you, hey, i, I got to work. You know, Joe, in order to call the number, i got to actually work, right? <laughs> i got to be able to pay for it. They'll leave you a slip in your mailbox. And you just take that slip at your convenience and take it to your post office, and you can pick it up there. Uh, they'll leave it at the post office for about three weeks. If you don't show up, they end up sending it back to me. Uh, that's actually happened a couple of times where the customer's like, ah, I know Joe's going to send it, and then the box comes back, and i got to call him. Hey, and, and every once in a while, the postman does forget. Uh, usually what happens is your regular guy's on vacation and some substitutes in to leave you a slip or, or it got stuck in with some other mail and it got thrown in the trash, but uh, you always get your product. If you're ordering large quantities of silver, like cases of Silver Eagle, something that's really heavy, uh, those go ground UPS. Signature required. So even UPS won't leave it at your door. Anyway, I just just a little. Uh, how about how we do business when we get back? We got a lot of ground to cover. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Golds Up. Seven dollars, twelve hundred and seventy-seven dollars and sixty cents. Silver, big day today, up forty-three cents. I'm going to tell you when I tell you I really love silver. That's when you want to buy it, right? Remember, what was it, three or four shows ago? I like, man, I, and, I, and I and I say it all the time. I'm not a huge silver guy, but when when it gets, you know, anytime, especially now, when it's below seventeen dollars, you just got to buy it. Right? I mean, you just do. I mean, it's. It's incredible uh, where, where when you look at what's what's happening in not only just here, right? And that's really kind of hard. We live in this global world now, and and of course a lot of us wanted to kind of turn back the clock, right? Break up these mega corporations, go back and uh, put in a lot of the Glass-Steagall acts that that uh, were put in or. I guess, removed from law in the late 90s that allowed for all of these huge mega corporations, really started in the 80s uh, and, and finally got it completely repealed. And now we're right back where we started, right? We've got even a terrorist attack, right? The Wall Street bubble, at least for right now, uh, continuing to, to click along. But when you look at the risk, and really. You know when you talk about why it is that you, you you take the time to put away gold and you put away silver, it's really simple, right? And you're you're taking a part of your wealth, however big or small that may be, and you're saying I'm going to this is my hedge, my hedge against the risk that I know is dangerous, and I'm not talking about. A terrorist attack or, or or a nuclear attack or, or war or some uh, cataclysmic event, which by the way, it's probably nice to have for those as well, <laughs> right That's a, I guess a bonus, I guess if you look at it. but we all know you can't go a trillion and two trillion dollars in debt every single year you can't have these interest rates even now at one percent and you know heaven forbid they go all the way to two right you know we all know that's not a good thing that's not a position of strength that's a position of weakness right and 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 why did they do it Answer really was simple, just like uh, in the in the 30s, and why they, you know, there's a reason why they put the Glass-Steagall Act. And for those of you that don't know what the Glass-Steagall Act is, is when we crashed in in 29, these central bankers and these uh, elected officials that were put in, you know, were the selected by the elite. They wanted to prevent any company that dealt in, in financial stuff to ever be so big that they posed the risk to the rest of them and really to the system. And the system that we're talking about is the debt system. Because really when you talk about fractional banking, okay, that's really what you're talking about. And they didn't want any one company to be able to essentially take down the rest and take it all down with them and wipe it out and, and cause a, another Great Depression. And, and of course, they, they promised us that they built a better mousetrap, right? And they decided uh, in 1971 to, to go full fiat. And they had built this better mousetrap, and they they started piling on debt the whole time telling us, don't worry, it's going to be okay. It's not that much debt. Right? Remember those? <laughs> With the debt at a trillion in 1981? It's not that much debt. You know, GDP is like $5 trillion or $4 trillion. Not, and I, I don't know the exact number. I didn't look it up. Uh, then it got to five trillion by the '90s, right? And they were telling us, "Oh, hey, listen, don't worry, because you know GDP is like 11 or 12 trillion, and we're gonna have this debt thing paid off by 2010." Now we're in 20 fiscal year 2018. We just racked up, just missed racking up 250 billion dollars of debt in a single month. And I think about the $250 billion. You know what? We didn't even rack up. I don't know if we, matter of fact, I'm almost positive. That's more debt in a month than the amount of debt the whole country went into uh, during World War II. Which, by the way, at the time was the largest expansion of debt the United States had ever seen and the debt the debt even after world war II, it was still only somewhere in the ballpark of 3 300 billion dollars total and and, and and i think the exact number believe it or not i think it's about 257 i think was the exact number 257 billion dollars after world war II was over now we have a debt, you know, in the 20s, 20-plus trillion. We have entitlement programs that essentially seal our fate. The deficit's going to be somewhere, you know, I guess if you take Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs says $35 trillion. I actually think Goldman's a little light. I'm calling for $40 trillion over the next nine years now. And the risk that all of us are exposed to, remember the risk that they fixed? They, they Remember how they fixed too big to fail? Okay, They didn't do what we did after the Great Depression. They didn't do that. They could have. right? They could have said, you know what, we need to break you guys back up again because we said we built the better mousetrap, but we really didn't. Instead, they decided, you know what? We're just going to put everybody at greater risk. They took interest rates to zero. Debt in in the world, you still have trillions and trillions of dollars of debt trading at negative interest rates, which is essentially a default. Okay, we borrowed a dollar, and we're going to give you 98 cents back, right? What is that? Right? I mean, you buy a bond, right? You get the bond plus the interest, right? They are supposed to give you a little bit. And now they, they they're they're trying to claim victory and, and all of the victories, their hollow victories, and, and yes, Wall Street rally, because they've created such loose monetary policy. They're gonna go this way until it was crashes. And, and so you you buy gold and you buy silver as a hedge, right, as a, a counter-risk. I'm not telling you, So you want to buy Bitcoin? Go ahead. I wouldn't, but that's just me. I don't like risky things. It's one of those things where you go to Vegas. Right? It's the same thing. I'm going to play blackjack, or I'm going to play roulette, I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll win, most likely I'm going to lose, but you understand what it is. Gold and silver, that's the money you don't want to risk, right? Hey, I'm going to set this aside, because when it goes bust, I've got something that isn't in the system, and when they go bust, and this is the problem, when they go bust now, they're coming after you, right? Because they, they, the first time around, what did they do? They didn't break up the banks. Instead, they bailed them out. They they expanded their balance sheet. I don't even know if you added up all the central banks. I know we're over $10 trillion. Or they pretended to buy this debt. You know, this great Wall Street rally is all part of that. Right? Trying to pretend that there's no risk. Even though the risk has gotten vastly greater. And you need to understand what's going to happen. And this is why you listen right here. Because, you know, I, yeah, gold's up seven day. I don't care. You shouldn't care. You should be thankful that, hey, I still got more time, and I mean that not i sincerely mean that and and they want you to be distracted. They forget about the debt you know let's not talk about it. Let's try to get rid of the debt ceiling right they're they're getting ready Bitcoin you know have you ever asked yourself why is Bitcoin doing so well? Right, they want to give legitimacy to the electronic currency because that's what they're going to use to replace. Right? We never knew. We didn't know. Right? We always thought, well, it's going to be the Amero. Remember the Amero? That made sense at the time, but then, as you know, that was that, that was only five trillion then. Well, that was in the nineties. Now it's over 20. You're like, wait, the, the Mero, that's not big enough. You remember how the, the EU, they do it all the time now. They all talk about, well, the you know, the Euro's not going to be around much longer. And they're right. What they don't tell you is, by the way, neither is the Federal Reserve note. They leave that part out. It's just not big enough. And then you like today. We're supposed to be talking about the tax cuts today. We're not. They're delaying it, you know, for a day. It's supposed to come out tomorrow now, uh, which just really means they don't have the votes yet. So they and, and what that means is, okay, wait a minute. That's way too much debt. Somebody's trying to say, okay, we need to, we need to have a little more money somewhere. I'm told uh, there's the, the fight is over uh, not allowing or allowing for you to write off the taxes you pay to the state as the holding issue. I don't know. None of us really know. We'll have to wait to see what's in the bill uh, after maybe that comes tomorrow. The bigger news is tomorrow is also supposed to be the announcement of Jerome Powell as the new head of the Federal Reserve. And and this is really kind of the pivot point why we're seeing gold bounce back now. So so it's kind of seems like this is it. That's going to be the choice. I've been hearing that the Federal Reserve governors uh, they're having a meeting that they're going to be very dovish and not do anything with rates and leave it for Powell. In other words, remember, everyone's talking about this December thing. I still, I don't know, uh, but that at least is what the rumor is, that all of the governors are, are worried about the lack of wage inflation. Uh, and now, remember, yesterday we talked about what was really important in the data. It wasn't what they claimed uh, consumer spending was. The real important number in the equation is real disposable income, and there's just a problem. There isn't any. And and so when you put all of those things together and you kind of understand what it is and why it is that you're putting some of that wealth away, this is why. They didn't build the better bounce trap. They didn't fix too big to fail. They didn't break them up. They didn't go back and say, you know what, we were wrong. Let's shrink these things down. Instead, they went the other way. They doubled down. Right? They've doubled our risk. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for
1: more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. On the 525th anniversary of the European discovery of America, New York's 90-foot-tall monument in Columbus Circle escaped damage, but only because the NYPD maintained a 24-hour honor guard the entire holiday weekend. Police protection was needed because the violent left-wing movement known as Antifa had announced a nationwide campaign to deface Columbus Day. Statues left unguarded were not so fortunate. Around the nation in recent weeks, statues of Columbus have been toppled, splattered with paint or otherwise vandalized. In Los Angeles, a Columbus statue was shrouded in a white sheet, ostensibly for its own protection, after the L.A. City Council voted to rename the paid holiday as Indigenous People's Day. The mayor of New York City had let it be known that the monument in Columbus Circle was at risk. He has appointed a commission to review the political correctness of hundreds of monuments, plaques, and statues throughout the city. Americans were already celebrating Columbus on the 300th anniversary of this discovery in 1792, when a Columbus monument was erected in Baltimore. Despite the lack of Italian or Spanish people in the original 13 colonies, the English settlers recognized that Columbus's discovery of the New World was the event that made America possible. Our nation's capital is the city of Washington in the District of Columbia, honoring the two men who made our country and Columbus's name is reflected in many other places. For much of the 19th century, the word Columbia was often used as an alternative to America. As President Trump said in proclaiming the federal holiday, Columbus's voyages undeniably and fundamentally changed the course of human history and set the stage for the development of our great nation. On Columbus Day, Trump declared, We honor the skilled navigator and man of faith for his courageous feat, even in the face of extreme doubt and tremendous adversity. What a welcome difference from the apologetic tone of Obama's proclamation one year earlier, which omitted any praise of Columbus or recognition of his greatness.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Welcome back. 800 I've got a feeling it's going to be a very dovish Federal Reserve. I think Powell is going to be welcome. And by the way, uh, just so people know, uh, Powell is a Republican. And I think uh, that's probably more than anything the reason why he's going to get the nod. Uh, Janet Yellen, a a Democrat, uh, both of them. Are dovish, so why make the change? Because really, maybe the only man that's different is one's a man, one's a woman. Uh, their 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 policy is almost identical, right? They're they're both low interest rate. Uh, we'd like to see a weaker dollar type person, uh, but the reason may, may may have just boiled down to hey, he's a Republican, and uh, I don't know. But someone brought that up today, and the good a reason is any. Uh, I think gold is going to be uh, react very favorable to that because I do believe uh, the Federal Reserve uh, is going to be taking a dovish stance uh, until Powell gets into to, to office uh, and they gives them some time to evaluate. Uh, then the, the delay on the tax is a little concerning as well. Leads me to believe uh, they're they're not going to be as generous with the wealthy people as they would like to be, uh, which will also be a positive for gold. We we had uh twenty dollar gold pieces. We ran them pretty much all last week for thirteen twenty. Uh gold is at the highest point it's been uh sitting here right a few bucks away from twelve hundred and eighty bucks. Holds up eight bucks, 50 uh, the, la- the today will be at on uh, U.S. twenty dollar liberties. I'll leave them at thirteen twenty for today uh, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm telling you, they've made the risk even worse. Let me put it into perspective for you. Before the crisis hit, the debt wasn't even ten trillion. It's now over 20. The Federal Reserve's balance sheet was about $700 billion. It's now $4.5 trillion. Throw on the ECB's balance sheet, the Bank of Japan's balance sheet, the debts in all of those countries, and you kind of understand what it is that I'm telling you and you start to ask yourself, what is the most logical outcome? Right? We've seen in the debt markets, we've seen this trick before with, with uh, the stock market. It always ends the same way. Right? We. When did 3% GDP, and by the way, two years from now, it won't be 3%, they'll have adjusted it, but they, neither here nor there. When did that become great? when did that become great when did going a trillion and i don't even know what the final number is going to be 1.1 1.2 trillion you know when when donald trump took office on inauguration day the debt was 195 194 we're already at 20.5 trillion and still going right when did $1.23, $1.4 trillion in debt become such a good thing? And if the only economic growth we have is be the growth in the debt, is that really growth at all? The only thing we don't know is when the tipping point happens. Right? That's really kind of what, what we don't know. Right? Eric called it, right, waiting for... The other shoe to drop, and and we just don't know when that is, right? But but the problem is is when it drops, the position that we are in today is going to be considerably weaker than the position we were in ten years ago. They told you, oh no, we made it better. If it had been better, right? That would be less, right? look at real disposable income look at the savings rate right the savings rate the low the worst it's been since 20, uh, 2007 right you know right in right in line with where it was when the crash occurred then you look at today we had car sales out today. Everybody was down except for Ford. And they're like, oh, yeah, Ford, you know, the the truck, the the F-150, leading the charge. And it sounded pretty good. And it was. Their their truck sales were skyrocketing. Do you know that the average price of an F-150, 47 grand, I did not know that. That was uh, per CNBC, 47,000. The cost of a truck. Is now more than most than seventy percent of the population makes in a year. But the thing, as I was reading the the reports, Fiat Chrysler was horrific, right? So Chrysler was horrific, but Chrysler didn't uh, ship a lot of cars to the rental cars companies. GM was down. GM wasn't great. But their shipments to rental cars was up 15%. So was Ford's. So Ford did eke out a plus number, but if you if the rental car number wasn't up 15%, which is up a lot of cars, uh, that number would have been negative as well. We had weekly mortgage applications fell another 2.6%. I don't even know how many, how many weeks in a row that is that mortgage applications have fallen. But according to the Bankers Association, mortgage application is 20% lower than the same time a week ago last year. Same week, a year later, down 20%. Now, that's not all new homes, you know, or, or buying homes. That's new homes and re, you know mortgage applications could be a refi, uh, could be a home sale, uh, but you're talking about a 20% decline. And so when you start really digging into this, we probably need to be thankful that we have all this debt. <laughs> right? Cuz if we didn't go 1.2, 1.3, 1.4 trillion in debt at the federal level, right? GDP would be I don't even I'm afraid of where it would be. And so now we sit here and and we're watching all of these things play out, and I'm looking at who's coming in. Jay Powell's going to take over another guy, more of the same of what we had, and and we're looking at a deficit that is growing. But here's the problem. It's growing much faster than even I thought. So now you're talking about deficits in, in a month that used to be you know, even going back to the '80s, 200 billion, 250 billion—that that took three, four years. Now it takes a month. 800-951-0592, U.S. twenty-dollar Liberties at thirteen hundred and twenty rolls of U.S. silver eagles, up ten bucks a roll today. They're at four hundred and ten dollars. And you really just—you know. I don't know where a lot of the thinking is right now. I, really, I don't understand it. Because when you really look at facts, we are running a very, very dangerous game. And, and if you think for one minute, they don't know it, they do. They know exactly what it is that they're doing. They just don't want you to know that they're doing it, right? And you sit there and you, in uh, like today, I, I was watching uh, the terrorist thing, and they're talking, oh, you know, he, were, he was an Uber driver, you know, that 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 was his top, right? Like everybody else, and come out trying to paint the picture of that being successful. And listen, nothing, no knock on that. I've said a million times, the heroes out there are the people that are working the two, three, and four jobs just to try to get by in this country anymore. But the when you start thinking about all of the things and everything feels like it's coming apart and at the seams and all of this, it's it's really simple. At least in my mind, this is a financial thing as much as you know, an ISIS thing or an ideological thing. There's not enough good paying jobs for people to be able to have success and be successful. There just isn't. And you know what? When that happens, you start reaching for things and looking for things and you find the message that you like, and next thing you know, you got people mowing people down. That and, you know, pharmaceuticals and let's say there's a lot. But when you look at right now financially, I'm not talking about spiritually. I'm not talking about morally. That's that stuff you're on your own. If you're not getting prepared, you're making a big mistake, period. When they don't want to talk about how they went a quarter of a trillion dollars in debt in a single month, that tells you all you need to know. When they start talking about maybe we should get rid of the debt ceiling, that tells you all you need to know. When they tell you if we don't get a tax cut, Wall Street's going to crash, that tells you all you need to know. Do you really think GDP goes up when car sales go down? Do you really think GDP goes up when home sales go down? It doesn't happen that way. No. What do they want to do, right? They want to keep growing this debt bubble. Do you really think they're going to keep raising interest rates as the debt keeps exploding, right? It doesn't happen that way. You know what I worry about, though, is the other side. And we've talked about it a few times. What happens when rates start rising even though they don't want them to? Right? We'll have to wait and see, but it's coming. And so when you sit there and, and and you're you're thinking about what you need to do next or what's going to happen next, you don't. It's not that complicated. The states are broke, cities are broke, the federal government's broke. Right at the same time, the largest portion of the population, you know, the baby boomers, need to cash out. Where's the money going to come from? Who's going to buy it all? Right, what, the Federal Reserve just going to do QE, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10? Probably. Right, and then you start thinking about it. You think it's by accident that they changed the laws about your IRAs and your 401Ks and your money market. Think it's by accident that all of a sudden when we're talking about middle class tax cuts, that 401k stuff came up? Do you think that's an accident? That's another reason why you need to get ready. They've done more to put a a noose around your money in the last 24 months 36 months than they've done I, I don't even know in the how long you don't hear a word about it I know a lot of you you watch the, the, the billionaire channels, right you watch the Fox and Friends and, and all that I get it you do you're getting the message that they want you to get but that's not the message that's real right and they talk about fake news listen fox is just as fake as cnn and all of them have somehow got some axe to grind instead of coming out and let's just be honest with everybody right let's just everybody how about we all start telling the truth right you know the truth shall set you free not not here listen The truth can never be told. They didn't build a better mousetrap. What they did is they leveraged the mousetrap. And now we're kind of stuck at this point where, now what? Are you really, I mean, the tax cut's going to give you economic nirvana? It's not. More corporate welfare? Look at how much corporate welfare we already gave them. Right? We took interest rates from, what, 5 6 7% to zero. That's a lot of welfare. We bailed them all out. That's a lot of welfare. We blew up the Fed's balance. Sheet. That's a lot of welfare. Patriot Radio News Hour, you better call the number or you're going to be on welfare. Final segment coming up. Final segment. Ask yourself terrorist attack in new york city the dow's up 50 points that's normal new car sales fall dow's up 50 points because that's normal the big tax plan that they've all been waiting for gets delayed the dow's still up because that's normal right we're going to have a new fed governor at least a nominee for a new fed governor tomorrow and the dow's uh, not worried about it because that's normal, right? There, it's so obvious. Have we become this dumbed down that we just are going to not pay attention? That you're just going to sit idly by and let it all happen without doing anything? That and that's really quite. That's what they hope for, right? That's why they're, they deliberately give you misinformation and then when you actually really start thinking about then you are like oh wait wait a minute that's not normal <laughs> right it's kind of like the remember the, the tech bubble and anything.com and you're gonna be a millionaire right they're trying to they're trying to pull the trick again it's not working as well I mean the Dow is up yes the volumes are half to a third of what they used to be and, and now as they've allegedly fixed it all and we're going to have economic nirvana, they're coming out and talking about going after 401Ks and they've already put the noose on the money markets and the IRAs and no more bailouts we're going to do bail-ins right? instead of actually fixing the problem to begin with debts have doubled now they're going to double again Right? And, and after a while you double down a few times too many and what happens one huge loss make sure you take the time protect what you need to protect you know the old adage of and I say I've been saying it lately listen this is a one all over again gold was 250 260 hundred seventy dollars and Eric couldn't give it away right well now it's twelve hundred and eighty dollars which is the old 250, right? Take the time, put some of that money here, 800-951-0592, $20 Liberties at thirteen twenty. One more day. Thirteen twenty. Rolls of Silver Eagles are at $410. dollars 800 951 zero five nine two we, we've hit the we're already on what is this the third straight years of, of deficit rise rising in 2018 2019 2020 right the the real acceleration starts this was still the good years and now we're gonna have a, a new federal Reserve governor. Uh, new Federal Reserve Chief, I mean former uh, current Governor William or Jerome Powell, uh, looks like he's going to get the nod tomorrow. Uh, we're supposed to see a tax plan t- tomorrow, uh, but but we just don't know. You know we're we're going to have to wait and see uh, how all of that shakes out. And, and I, like I said, the only reason I can imagine we didn't get it today is they didn't have the votes. Take the time, put some. Put some more medals away at 800-951-0592. Everyone take care. We'll be back
1: tomorrow.